0: It's that time. Oh my Everything and anything basketball, presented by The Outrage. With Cajun Sirutani-Casselon and host Spencer Byers, this is Polar Opposites.
1: Welcome everyone to Monday edition of the Outrage, or of the Outrage. Uh, Polar Ops is on the Outrage, Spencer Byers, Cajun Sandy Castle. Cajun, it's been a minute since we've been on schedule. We're back on schedule. Mm-hmm. Back in our regularly scheduled programming. Polar Ops. And even though we recorded technically on Thursday, which we got posted on Sunday. We're still here. We're still continuing with what we said we were going to do. We can actually record on Thursday. Hopefully, we keep a little bit of consistency back in our lives. Uh, Some inconsistency going on in the NCAA. Both the men's and women's pools had some major upsets going on. I'll say Black Saturday on December 2nd, not too long ago, as Marquette losing to their rival Wisconsin, continuing a losing streak for the Golden Eagles against the Badgers. You then had Villanova lose to Drexler, unranked Drexler, Losses beat Villanova. Villanova will most likely be unranked when the new AP poll comes up today. Duke lose to Georgia Tech, so that's 72-68. So number 17, number 17 in the nation goes down in the men's side. Kentucky lose to, I believe that would be North Carolina Wilmington, but Enstingham, 80-73. So another big loss for a ranked team. And then you go down all the way to the bottom, and the game that I said would be interesting was, as Gonzaga does, off the USC Trojans 89-76, but a couple really big upsets there on the men's side, and there was an upset yesterday as well. Yesterday, Sunday, December 3rd, Mississippi State loses to Southern U 60-59, so that's another ranked team going down. Over the weekend, well, a lot of pickups coming to the, the most recent AP poll, which I think is coming out today because the women's came out already. So we'll talk about that in a minute. But the men's AP poll will be coming out later today. So we'll see exactly what the damage is with all these big losses coming from all the top-ranked teams. Games. We'll start off with, with the most interesting one in Marquette. Marquette go down. So we'll see where they now fall with their second loss of the season to the unranked Wisconsin Badgers. In a loss that didn't really perform well either, in, in the Golden Eagles.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: I mean, Wisconsin might be unranked, but they're surging right now. They're surging at the right at the right time right now. Um, according to the first men's po- basketball Power t- Thirty Six from Andy Cass on. Um, the NCAA website. Wisconsin went up from 32nd to 14th in those ra- in that ra- in the rankings where in in those rankings and Marquette fell from 3rd to 10th. So they beat Virginia, they beat SMU in Florida too. Um so they so it's not like Wiscons like Wisconsin may have been unranked, but they're surging at the right time and the only other loss that Marquette really had was Purdue and Honolulu and Purdue was ranked first on this on this power rankings from Andy Kass they've now dropped to fourth. Arizona is actually at first followed by Kansas after their thrilling win against Yukon and Yukon actually went up a spot from fourth to to third. Um, I can say the top 10 right now. Arizona's at one. Kansas is at two. UConn at three. Purdue drops to fourth with that loss against Northwestern in overtime. Baylor at fifth. Houston at sixth. North Carolina jumped up eight spots from 15th to seventh now. And Clemson jumped up six spots from 14th to eighth. Florida Atlantic are at ninth, and Marquette is at 10th. Now, some of the notable teams that dropped off, or let's go with some of the teams that rose up in a big way. Gonzaga jumped up 14 spots after beating USC. Um, Illinois jumped up 15
0: spots. Arkansas, Virginia, Ole
2: Miss, Northwestern, uh, South Carolina, Cincinnati, Princeton—all of these—all these teams were unranked. Were not ranked in the in the Power 36 rankings. Princeton's now at 36. Cincinnati's at 34th. South Carolina at 26th. Northwestern 24th. Ole Miss 23rd. Virginia 22nd. And Arkansas is at 21st. Now, some of the teams that took some big stumbles, though, Tennessee went down from 9th to 33rd in this rankings. And Duke went down from 10th to 30th after losing to Arkansas, not only Arkansas, but Georgia Tech. And Villanova, Texas A&M, were ranked in the top 15, dropped out of these rankings. So a lot of changes, a lot of of changes in these Power 36 rankings from Andy Kass. And you would have to expect once that AP poll, top 25 poll comes out, rankings come out soon.
0: There are there there's gonna be a lot of shuffling in that men's bracket. Another big one you missed there, Cage, Miami. The hurricanes from six to twenty seven for their loss to Kentucky, and it was
1: embarrassing. I watched some of that game and it was
0: oh yeah, it yeah. was hard
1: to watch. Kentucky had a good end of the first half and then they got blown Miami in that second half. That was horrible. Horrible. But Anyway, I will make sure I say the Andy Kraft Power 36, unofficial ranking, but it is a ranking nevertheless, so we will use it a little bit here as kind of a guideline before the AP poll does come out later. But the interesting part about Wisconsin, is he, as he put them from 32 to a 14th in his Power Rankings, they've beaten Virginia, who's a very good team, or in this Power Rankings. They just beat, as you mentioned, Marquette. They're in-state rival. They got Michigan State and Arizona coming up. They got to go at Michigan State. They got to go at East Lansing, and then to top it off, before a couple of not great out of conference games, before they start the Big Ten schedule for themselves, they got to go at Arizona. They got go to Tucson. So. It- talked about rough ends. You got rank three Marquette. You got a top five for the season in Michigan. They do struggled this year so far, but Tom Izzo is still a great coach. Michigan State's still a really good team, even with their early season losses. And you got to play the number number one team ranking, number two team in the nation right now. We'll see if they stay there with Kansas. Obviously, they not having a lock yet. But mm. It's bad For Wisconsin, they're going to play two mediocre teams of Jacksonville State and Chicago State before they then start the Big Ten play at the beginning of January. So even if they can win one of those two games, if they can beat State and lose to, to the Wildcats, they're probably still going to be a top 25 team in the AP poll just because of who they're playing in playing some really good top competition teams. For the Badgers, and again, I I told you this off the air, and I will mention it now. I do like Wisconsin, but I saw them play against Tennessee when I was over across the border after Thanksgiving, and they didn't look good against Tennessee in a uh, loss to the number nine at the time. So, I missed by Coach Greg Gard and his bad Badgers, but I do like Greg Gard. I know he's a good coach. He's had some really good players to go to the NBA recently. And I would be surprised if they could upset, I would say both, but they made favorites against Michigan State right now with how bad they played so far this year. But as an Arizona wildcats, that Arizona with Arizona- Wisconsin game is going to be a great game. It's going to be a great game between those two sides, especially with how the yeah. Wisconsin looked. I like said the Golden Eagles, who were ranked third in the nation, and Lose for, I want to say, at least a third time. against their in season or in state rival in Wisconsin.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It's the 130th game between the two, and
0: they're separated by 79 miles, and it's their fourth straight win over Marquette. I believe. And there's well, going to some- be some.
2: And there's going to be some big games coming up, like, this week, too. First one that we got to mention, um, the one that's actually going to be close to us come Saturday, Alabama versus Purdue. And that's Zach Eadie's homecoming. And actually, Cage, go ahead. Um, full quick, it's the... their third
1: straight win since they had that four-game winning streak back in. The early
2: nineties, early two thousands, yeah. early two thousands. of me. Continue. Mm-hmm. Um. But yeah. Um, uh, the Naismith Hall of Fame series in Toronto, Saturday, December ninth at one thirty p.m. Purdue taking on ha- Alabama, in which is what is Zach Eadie's homecoming. Zach Eadie, um, a domin- establishing his dominance in the NCAA once again. Um, so that's going to be a good, it's going to be a good one to see like local, local fan, local fans here in Toronto. And maybe you'll see, you'll see some people, you'll see some people across the country come in for this one, um, to see a talent like Zach Eadie show up for, a uh, show up for, um, for his home country. Um. Against an Alabama team that's kinda scuffling, but will still be a good game regardless. Um Purdue looking to try to bounce back after that loss against Northwestern. Ranked, so that's gonna uh, be to Northwestern, so that's gonna be a big one. To like that's kinda like a get right that, game. That was
0: a tighter right too. Hmm? The Crimson Tide are also ranked, too. So,
1: again, they're a good basketball team. Coach Oates has a good program over there with the Crimson Tide. So,
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know, it's going to be a good game here in Toronto between Purdue and Alabama. Even as good as Purdue is, and they're going to be favored in that game, it's going to be a great game.
2: Yeah. There's a couple of Jimmy V Classic games at MSG on Tuesday, Florida Atlantic versus Illinois. Um, That'll be a good one. Um. And then the big one, the arguably the biggest one of the Jimmy V Classic, North Carolina versus UConn. Man, will that be will that be like a heated affair?
1: Well, you gotta expect North Carolina's gonna jump in the most recent AP poll with their three straight wins, including one over Tennessee, Florida State, and Arkansas. And you gotta hmm. think, North, North uh, Connecticut, Yukon's gonna go down because of their most recent loss in their last game against Kansas. Even though they're the number one team in the nation, you still you're gonna lose. You're gonna drop.
2: Well, so, weirdly enough, it can be a lot these, closer
1: than four and seventeen.
2: Well, weirdly, weirdly enough, in these rankings, UConn actually went up a spot, which was kind of shocking. But then again, like when you're like in close with like Kansas. With Kansas, and that's your only loss. Can't really dock them too much for that.
1: I Should mention most of these games. Some of these games are tomorrow. Like UConn versus North Carolina is tomorrow, which is Tuesday or Tuesday, December fifth. And then Wednesday, you've got that Marquette versus Texas game. That's second on his t- top ten games of the week. Number three currently, Marquette are going to drop. I guess number sixteen, ten, uh, Texas. That should be a great game between two really good teams. That's also in Milwaukee at Marquette, so that's going to be a real rough game for the Longhorns. And then the Illini take on Tennessee. We'll see where those two teams end up finishing in the most recent AP poll. But the game is in Knoxville, so the Illini don't have an easy run here either before they get into mm-hmm. before they get back in conference in the Big Ten. And there were some really good games going on on Saturday, December 9th, which is actually when that Purdue-Alabama game is slated to happen. So, as you mentioned, Cage, a lot of really good games going on. A lot of top competition going on. And we're still waiting for those AP polls to come out, so we can't speculate anymore on where teams are going to fall, where teams are going to rise. But it's going to be really interesting where some of these top-ranked teams like Marquette are going to end up falling With their loss. And then where teams are going to jump like Wisconsin. If Wisconsin becomes the top 25 team in the nation. Or if they stay just outside of the top 25. Now over to the Mm. women's side of the bracket. Now some upsets going on. So the Stanford. The Ivy League Stanford go down to the Bulldogs. The Cardinals lose to the Bulldogs 96-78 in a game that Cameron Brink barely played in. So obviously dealing with something, there is one of the top players in the nation, and there's a big reason why the number three team goes down in both the men's and women's pools over the weekend. Some other big games with ranked-on-ranked teams, Ohio State beats Tennessee 78-58. UConn loses to Texas it's 80-68, which then drops UConn, because the women's pool, as I mentioned, did come out. So, quickly taking a run to my women's AP poll, UConn drops to their lowest ranking in 30 years at 17 in the nation. Yeah, you heard me right. That's their lowest ranking in the last 30 years is 17th.
2: That says a lot. That says a lot based off of how good that program has been run by Gino Ariema. And that you'd be right. Stanford goes down six spots after that loss to Gonzaga, albeit with Cameron Brink playing limited minutes. Um, LSU's been rolling, but they still stayed tied for seventh with Colorado. Big statement win there. A couple of big statement wins after um, they've kind of been on track. They've kind of been on track on the court ever since being upset in their opener in their opening game against Colorado um so they've really started to figure things out it hasn't really changed in terms of the rankings but you got to expect once the next time these rankings come up you got to expect LSU are eventually going to move up
1: Mississippi State followed after their loss yeah Mississippi State lost in both the men's and women's brackets Mississippi State lost to Chattanooga 59 59- 53, which makes them go unranked. There's five unranked teams who jump into the poll. Penn State, 25. North Carolina, 24. Gonzaga jumps to 23. Creighton to 22. And Washington State, the Cougars get up to 21. So that is five straight un unranked teams last poll that get in this poll. And some other risers and fallers. Virginia Tech fall from 9 to 15 with their most recent loss. Marquette and Louisville dropped four spots each, 22 and 23 to 18 and 19. Louisville 18, Marquette 19. Florida State drops from five spots from 15 to 20. And then looking at some risers, Texas, but they went over UConn, jumped from 10 to 5. And they're probably the biggest riser that I can see right now. Baylor jumped three spots, 13 to 10.
2: you You mean Marquette and Louisville rose up four spots?
1: No, they dropped four spots. They drop from 22 and 20. Er, no, you'd be right. I'm reading that completely wrong. You're right. They jump four spots each, 22 and 23, to 19 and 18. Marquette jumps to 19. Louisville jumps to 18. You were right, Keisha. That is my bet. That is my dyslexia taking full effect, as it likes to do once in a while. Notre Dame jumped four spots, 18 to 14. So some rides and some followers in the women's, women's bracket with some pretty big and, losses going around
2: in fairness spencer i'm also i'm blind so it doesn't doesn't make things any better for the both of us
1: no no it doesn't no games going on between ranked teams tonight no ranked teams involved in any games tonight as looking down the women's pools to see if there's any big games going on around college basketball don't see any ranked on ranked games coming up until next sunday next sunday is the most the most recent you're gonna see Washington State take on UCLA in Connecticut, so a neutral site game between the Seminoles and the Bruins. Mhm. And that, and then North or South Carolina, pardon me, takes on Utah. That's also in Connecticut. So the number one team in the nation, the unanimous number one team in the nation, take on the Utes. That'll be an interesting game. And then North Carolina take on UConn in Connecticut. So hopefully UConn can keep themselves above water with that game against North Carolina.
2: Hopefully they can because it's kind of been a scuffle now for this UConn women's team. But I guess it's just something that we're going to have to wait and see.
1: Growing pains have been really the problem for the UConn Huskies on the women's side of the bracket, at the very least.
2: Doesn't help that they're dealing with injuries too, especially with Fud. You got to feel for her after I believe it was tearing her ACL and meniscus during a practice. I believe so. And again,
1: that that's injured again because she got injured last year and barely played last year because of injuries. So she's been really struggling recently. Um, I believe we talked about injuries making her first game yep, back we did. for the LSU Tigers. So, we'll, again, we'll see what they look like. They're 8-0. They were 7-0 without her. Or I want to say 7-0. I'm not, sure, I'm not sure what game she came out of. But they were undefeated without their best player. And now they won their first game with her back. So we'll see when they come back in about a week and a half's time. Or about, about a week's time to come back. Their first game back is the 10th of... December for the Tigers, so we'll see if the Baton Rouge side can uh, continue their winning ways with Angel Reese back in the lineup and back in the locker room consistently, and Cage, you want to talk about the play-in, the play-in tournament again, the in-season tournament, because you want to predict the rest of it, so we predicted on the last show, if you didn't listen to it, who we would pick to win the play-in games. I picked the Celtics, the Kings, the Knicks, and the Suns. I picked Two favorites and two dogs. Cage, you picked the did you pick the Pacers?
2: I did pick the Pacers.
1: You picked and the I think
2: Pacers, the Pacers are the, the underdogs.
1: The Pacers are the underdogs. They're five and a half point underdogs. You picked the Kings who are favorites. You picked the Bucks who are favorites, and then you picked the You picked the Suns too?
2: I picked the Suns.
1: You picked the Suns who are underdogs by only a half point a point and a half. But anyway, so I got the Celtics, the Kings, the Knicks, the Suns. You've got the Pacers, the Kings the Bucks and the Suns. So, Cage, with mm-hmm. that being said, as I pull up yep. my little trusty notepad, you wanted to pick who you think wins the semifinals. So,
2: who and do you and you actu- And actually, not, even, not only the semifinals based off of our predictions, but winning it all. This might look silly by the end of the night, depending on how these quarterfinal games... T- fair well, that, out, but. that's
1: the, that's the fun part cage. That's the fun yeah. part is knowing, knowing that literally our predictions cannot come true now. They're in a p- impossibility after just day one, because tonight is the Celtics playing the Pacers while the Kings play the Pelicans That's in Indiana and in Sacramento. And then tomorrow the Bucks will host the Knicks and the Lakers will host the Suns. So in LA and in Milwaukee. So by the end of tonight, we'll see if either of our predictions ring true. One of us will be wrong tonight with the Celtics game at seven 30, which I probably will be trying to watch tonight since I am off and I have afternoons tomorrow. So I will not have to wake up at 6am to go to work. I should be able to watch that Celtics game now. So I might actually turn on the television cage and adjust my television set to watch some basketball mm-hmm. for the first time in a minute. Yep. So we'll see if I can jinx or help my team win. We'll see if we'll see which one, uh, Ends up working out for myself, Cage. But we'll start with you. So you have Pacers Bucks in your Eastern yep. Final, the complete opposite of my Eastern Final. Who do you have winning your Eastern Final? Well, the play in the in season tournament.
2: See, since this is in Vegas, I gotta go. I gotta go with the veteran team in this situation, and that's the Bucks. Now, the only reason why I say the Bucks. The the last time these two teams played, I believe it was in Indiana. Indiana won that game 126-124. Obviously, Giannis with 54 points and 12 rebounds in that game. Matherin had a big game, 26-11. Miles Turner had 21. And Tyrese Halliburton had a double-double, 29 points, 10 assists, and 6 rebounds. But why do I say the Bucs are going to win this game? Well, they only lost by two against the Pacers and they did not have Damian Lillard. Now with Damian Lillard back in that lineup against a Pacers team that as great as they are offensively, defensively, not so much. Um and because the home court advantage really isn't there, I gotta go I gotta go with um I gotta go with the Bucks if I gotta go with the Bucks if they're at full strength. Because I don't, th- like, the Damian Lillard factor is there, and I don't think there's anybody on Indiana to, that can stop Giannis.
1: Do you pick the Bucks to make the in-season tournament final in your bracket? Mm-hmm. And then who do you got coming out of the West, Cage? We both got the Kings and the Suns. Who do you have making out of the West?
2: This depends on pace. And what dictates, and, and if the pace gets dictated, I think the big battle that nobody's gonna really talk about because this big man isn't really up there in terms of big man ranking. But to me, the decisive factor of that of that um uh, of that semifinal is gonna be Nurk versus Sabonis. And can Nurk stay on pace, or, or like, can hold his own against the bonus. With that being said, this end-season tournament has generally favored faster-paced teams, and Sacramento, as of late, has been rolling. And I think the extra day of rest that Sacramento might have after being the after being the Pelicans, which we both have them beating the Pelicans will help out Sacramento more than a Phoenix team that would probably need more rest than other teams. So I got Sacramento advancing to the in-season tournament final. Now.
1: So you got Sacramento versus the Milwaukee Bucks in your final. Yep. I do. So do you want to say the winner? Do you want me to say my final?
2: Say so your final first.
1: So I've got the Knicks and the Celtics in my Eastern final because the Celtics yep. are going to kick kick the start of the Pacers, obviously. And the Knicks, I just have a bad feeling about the Bucs team. They've been so inconsistent, and I feel like the Knicks are just going to kind of get away with one. I'm not going to say it's going to be a big win, but I think it's going to be a win where the Knicks just kind of steal it. And then I obviously agree with you with the Kings and the Suns. Pardon me on the west side. So for my east final, I always have the Celtics winning because the Knicks suck. And the, the Celtics Celtics have already beaten them a couple times this season. And I got no doubt the Celtics are going to overpower the Knickerbockers and make it to the East or make it to the in season tournament final. On the west side, where it's a little bit more complicated, I pick talent. I pick that Booker and Durant are going to just outscore the Kings I think the Suns beat the Kings to make it to the finals. I think it's a Nick or Celtics Suns in-season tournament final. A maybe precursor to the NBA Finals in five months or six months.
2: No, it isn't. Neither team will make it to that stage.
1: I'm just saying it could be a precursor cage because we know the Celtics are going to go. I just don't know if the Suns are going to go. I'm so just who do saying you have winning neither. your final? Who 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 do you have in your final? Key? Who do you have winning your final? cave? Pacers.
2: No, I had Bucks.
0: Oh, Bucks. Pardon me. Bucks. You or... know what? what I'm a, i know a,
2: I'm I'm. You know what? I'm a, I'm gonna go with light the beam. You Gotta got
1: go the,
2: with light the beam. You're going with Sacramento. I got, I got Sacramento. Something. Something's. Something about the Sacramento team. They're so offensively potent. And
0: from their starting lineup, I think Fox is going to have his way with Lillard. How they guard Giannis, because that is going to be an issue. But it's also like, this
2: is, this isn't really a full-strength Bucks team with Chris Middleton trying to get into form. And to be honest,
0: like you said, this Bucks team has been inconsistent.
2: And In Sacramento, as of late, has been rolling. They're so offensively potent, and it's not just Fox and Sabonis. It's the other guys that sort of scare me, because you can have Herder that goes off for twenty. You can have Harrison Barnes that goes off for twenty. Heck, you can have Malik Monk that can go off for twenty. And Trey Lyles has been playing well in his in his minutes back since coming back. And then Sasha Vizenkov. a big part of that comeback win against the Warriors to help them advance to the end season tournament knockout stages. So I don't know something like. I feel like Sacramento's got more offensive firepower more so than Milwaukee with their defense. And I think Lillard is just going to be exploited to the point. I think the backcourt is just going to be exploited repeatedly by the Aaron Fox. So in that sort of sense, I got the Kings winning at all.
1: Okay, I gotta be honest here, Cage. I gotta be honest. If the Celtics don't win, I want the Kings to win. If there's another team I want to win that's not the Boston Celtics, it is Sacramento Kings. I don't want the Suns to win it. I don't want the Lakers to win it. I don't want the Knicks to win it because it'll be unbearable. I don't want the Bucks to win it. I want the Kings to win. I'd even. Indiana. I wouldn't be mad if Indiana won it, because you and I both know I love Coach Carlisle. I love, I love Benedict Mathurin. I love Tyrese Halliburton. I love half that. I love and I love half that team. I literally love the Indiana. I love the Indiana Pacers. I love the Indiana Pacers. I love the whole team. I can name like eight guys off that team I love, and I love their coach.
2: Andrew Namar too. Another Canadian.
1: Played for Gonzaga. I'm a fan of the Indiana Pacers. Okay, I like the Indiana Pacers. So I wouldn't be mad if they won it. But I want the Celtics to win it more, obviously, because they're playing each other. But I want the Kings to win it. I really want the Kings to win it. Especially with that what happened last year with them losing in the first round to the Golden State. I'd love to see Sacramento win something. Even if even if it means nothing, it'd still be great for them to win something.
2: And for the young guys to get some of that in-season tournament money... And for some of the young guys to get that in season tournament money, that'll be huge.
1: That it would be. And Cage, correct me if I'm wrong. I believe the in season tournament games are today and tomorrow. So fifth and fourth and fifth of December. Then the seventh is the semifinals. And the the ninth or the tenth?
2: The ninth. That is the
1: final. I thought it'd be the The ninth. The tenth also off. So I guess just more days off. So yeah. So it'll be the fifth and fourth and fifth the seventh, and the ninth for the in-season tournament. So, on the ninth, the final of the in-season, the, inter- the in-season tournament, Celtics versus Suns, finals, and the Celtics beat the Suns because Jason Tatum drops 45 and gives him an MVP stamp on the season because the Celtics mm-hmm. are just too good. And maybe by the ninth, Porzingis is back. Who knows? So, maybe the well, Celtics I, can well, I'm just the
2: seventh round. Well, I just traded for Porzingis, so I hope he'd be back by then.
1: And if you don't know what you mean by traded, it means Cajun's in about twenty eight basketball fantasy leagues or why rider range of nine different about nine different uh publications. So Cajun has about every player you can think of on a fantasy team. He has a or a TJ McConnell on a fantasy team right now. He has
2: not no, not now. that was Kevin last year. No-
1: he, he has Kevin Knox. On a fantasy team right now.
2: I would never talk touch Kevin Knox ever. He has
1: Bogdan Bogdanovich without playing a game yet on his team. Was it Bog? Boyan. Boyan Bogdanovich. I knew there's two of them. I didn't know which one, so I guessed. I took, I took I took I took the leap of faith.
2: And even and even and even then I have Obadiah.
1: Not my boy Obi Toppin. Did
0: not I use that one on
2: you? I gotta say I had to say. It's- yeah, you did. Wasn't you that, did.
0: Wasn't that, wasn't that a uh, yeah. was gonna, wasn't that scalpel board? Wasn't yeah,
2: Obadiah, Obadiah Richard Toffin Jr.
0: As president, just. <laughs> I'm always juniors.
1: Unlike my boy, uh, oh God, Bones Highland's actual name. I can't remember how to Nish- Not, Nishan. Nishan? Yeah. My boy, Nishan Highland.
2: Lashawn Lee. such
1: a cooler name. No wonder he goes with Bones. Bones is a way cooler name than Nishan.
2: I mean, Nishan's not a bad name. Bones is just better.
1: But exactly, Bones is just better. So you got the Kings winning the end season tournament. I got the Celtics. You got the West. I got the East. By the end of tonight, we're going to know if we're right because we we both have teams winning it that play tonight. So we'll know by the end of tonight. We'll know by tonight if we. You know, even have a chance of, of of talking about this on Thursday, going into the semifinals.
2: In I, mean, like two, two I mean we will. I mean we will. mean we will. It's either we're gonna look like geniuses or we're gonna look like idiots at the end of it.
1: Well, I I think you know which way. And like you know which way most people are leaning. Amen. With that, but <laughs> I think our last topic of the day, Cage, is gonna be. Going into a Mayudoka, and LeBron James having a on-court spat, which leads to both them getting ejected. LeBron had
2: no, already had a it tech. No, 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 no. It was just LeBron? Was, LeBron. You, it was just Yudoka that got ejected, because Udoka already had a tech, and LeBron didn't have a tech, so they got assigned double techs, and LeBron just had one tech. And because Yudoka already had a tech from earlier in the game, Udoka got tossed.
1: I thought LeBron also got tossed, but apparently just Yudoka yeah. got himself an early shower as the current coach of the Houston Rockets, as, again, they had a little on-court verbal altercation before referee TJ Orr sends him sends Yudoka to the locker room. And when they asked LeBron what they were talking about, he said, Thanksgiving, how much we enjoyed Thanksgiving. So, apparently he just got heated him. about the stuffing, Cage. Guess which they in other which words grandma's was a, recipe makes a better turkey,
2: which, in other words, was a whole bunch of cap because
1: what do you what do you mean? You don't think they were arguing about who made the better mashed potatoes, which wife made the better mashed potatoes, which girlfriend in fairness they made your doka <laughs> <laughs> I let you like that one. I let you like that one um you know who made who made the better uh who made the better uh, I don't know either. Uh, Thanksgiving dishes, I'll be honest. I've seen them, Cage. I don't eat them or look at them or know what they are, but, you know. They were were arguing about turkey recipes. You know, they were arguing over which turkey tastes better. So that's all they were talking about, Cage. You're you're overplaying this.
2: Well. What
0: was uh, what actually
2: actually, what actually kind of transpired during that exchange was that Ime Yudoka, I believe this was to Cam Reddish after a foul call, was stop playing
0: like bleep. By bleep, it starts with a B. Now LeBron
2: throughout the course of his career does not like that word at all. I think it was Mario Chalmers said this. In an earlier podcast. Because Mario Chalmers and LeBron. Back in the heat days. Had a testy exchange like that. Um, so LeBron did not like that. And. Told Yudoka to chill. And don't use that term around loosely. And Udoka basically just wanted the smoke. It's like what you gonna do about it? Because in 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 the post game interview after that, Emeka Udoka called LeBron James the referred to LeBron James as the player. Suspense. So your former Celtics coach, the former Celtics coach wants and want smoke with a the uh, one of the all time greats.
1: I think the key word in that sentence, Cage, is former head coach of the Boston Celtics. Former, no longer the head coach of the Boston Celtics. It's now my boy, Joe Missoula. I know you're a hater of Joe Missoula because you're just a hater, born hater, trusted hater. But it is A-OK. It is. But it is A-OK, Cage. Time out, time out, time out, time out, time out. It's a hater, Cage, because you're just a hater. It's okay. Time out, time out, time out, time out, time out. ESPN fed e- Fox watching hater. And it's okay, Cage. Somebody's gotta be oh, time out. gotta be the positive guy the podcast, time which is me. And you gotta be the negative Nancy, which is you. It's okay, Cage. It's okay. It is time okay. Out. okay
2: I would guarantee you I would guarantee you that the Boston Celtics team last year would have had a better chance of winning the NBA Finals and would have actually made the NBA finals had you Doka coach instead of Missoula. Mizzou- because <laughs> As bad as his transgressions were from Iname Yudoka, which I don't think he should have been out of the way he was. But you can't sort of discount the fact that in this very first season as, as, as a Celtics head coach, he led that team to the NBA finals. And look what he's doing with the Rockets. The Rockets are actually playing decent basketball. Even though they haven't won on the road, they're playing some decent basketball. They're playing competitive basketball. I think they're around 500 or maybe a game under 500. So I like I can say this with confidence that if Doka was coaching that team last year and said Missoula, Missoula, no disrespect to Joe Missoula, full
1: respect to Joe Missoula.
2: I think that Celtics team might have had a better chance of winning. It would definitely have a better chance of winning it all last year. See, I,
1: I just don't know. I feel like you're right if he didn't do what he did. If he had not had that relationship with the staffer while having a girlfriend, which I know doesn't mean anything, but still, I think it should be mentioned. I'll pull a Malik Andrews here and we'll mention it. Um, and yeah, then you. I believe. I can't then, believe you. And then, and then, and then, I believe the actual transgression was that he made a disparaging comment about said staffer that he had a relationship with, had a, had a, um, had relations with, I guess, like, like, like the, great, like the great president once said, Bill Clinton, you know, hey, he had, he had relations, he had relations with that woman. Anyway, um, and then was suspended for the full year. If that hadn't happened, I agree with you, but I feel like once that happened. I don't know if he could have went back in that locker room and had the same success. I just don't. I don't know if that would have happened. I don't know if Jason I just. Tate I just.
2: I Brown just think
1: and those boys would have listened to him.
2: I don't know. I just think he's that think good he of a
1: head coach. I think he's I just a good think- head coach too. And I think he's proven that even with his only, what, year and a half coaching in the NBA right now with the Celtics one year and now half, like, quarter of the season with Houston. He's definitely a good head coach, and he's shown that. And he could be a great one if you give him time. Well,
2: I do do agree with you that what had happened behind the scenes with Yime Yudoka definitely kind of put a damper on it. And I don't think that was something he could have recovered from. With continuing to be the head coach of the Boston Celtics, I just have a problem with how it was handled. That should that uh, I, you know how I feel about that, Spencer. It, it should have been handled behind closed doors. That should not have been public. And Boston that knew what they were doing. Do and Boston knew what they were doing when they when they made it public. And Boston's had some sketchy stuff in terms of like former Celtics again heading out the door, like Marcus Smart literally found out I think from like a text or like a tweet that he got traded it
1: was a tweet it was a tweet you found
2: it out on social media and I kind of had a bad taste on the Celtics because I wasn't I did not really hate the Celtics until what they did with Isaiah Thomas and then like out like and then like publicizing this whole thing about Udoka, when in reality like quietly handled that behind the scenes like, it did not need to be public.
0: but okay. well, Go ahead, Cage. But, anywho, um,
2: had it not been for that, I think Udoka would have led that team back to the NBA Finals. I don't know. I don't think they would have beat the Nuggets because I don't think there would have been a center that would have had any sort of answer for Jokic, to be quite honest with you. Now, Porzingis is on that team and they're playing Jokic. That's a different story. But I don't think there would have been a big that could have guarded Jokic and Jokic would have just been, would have just, it just would have been barbecue chicken in the paint for Jokic.
1: And Cage, honestly, let's think about, <clears throat> pardon me, let's think about this too, though, from a perspective of if they make the finals, do they make the trades for Drew Holiday? Do they make the trades for, mm-hmm. well, Drew Holiday might still happen because Lillard would still go to the Bucks. you'd think. But do they still trade for Porzingis because you think the NBA finals? What do you, what do you try? I know you're still trying to win, but if you're that close, you really make that big of a change. You add your holiday, get rid of Marcus Smart, try to get a better point guard, which we all knew they, we all know they needed, you know, does Porzingis Mm -hmm. come in, which then means to, can they beat the Nuggets? So maybe losing in the conference finals was a, I'll say one of those cliches, blessing in disguise. Maybe it was maybe it was a good thing that they didn't go to the finals because then they get Porzingis. Then they get Holiday and get a lot better, in all honesty. As much as I love Robert Williams, as much as I love Marcus Smart, the Celtics got unequivocally
2: better. They, they, did, they got better.
1: I would even say exponentially better. Without losing a whole lot, on the bench side, at least. Um, But now, Cage, I want to move back. <clears throat> Again, pardon me. My voice is still arguing with me. Um, to the college game because guess what just came out, Cage?
0: AP Hot rankings? off the press.
1: Hot off the press, the AP poll. Arizona is the number one team in the nation. After Purdue loses, they drop to four. UConn drops one spot to five with their loss to um, Kansas,
0: mm-hmm. I believe.
1: Um, Baylor jumps three spots to six. Gonzaga drops four spots from 11 to seven. Marquette drops You mean Rose Up? Rose up, pardon me. Rose up four spots, jumps four spots from eleven to seven. Marquette drops five spots from three to eight. North Carolina jumps from to nine. Sixteen to nine. Crichton up five spots. And then Texas up a couple spots to twelve. Crichton is the tenth team in the nation. So again, fifteen to ten. They're the top ten. So top ten is Arizona in order. Arizona, Kansas, Houston, Purdue. Yukon Baylor, Gonzaga, Marquette, North Carolina, and Crichton are your top ten, and then the fallers Kentucky drops four spots twelve to sixteen, Miami drops eight to fifteen at seven spots and if that um,
2: wasn't bad enough, Tennessee drops down seven spots from ten to seventeen, and then do uh, wait before I get to that texas a and m drops seven spots from fourteen to twenty one but then the biggest drop off you gotta think. Has to be Duke from seven all the way down to twenty second.
1: Yeah, they're almost out of the rankings now. And if they lose again, period, even if it's to a ranked team, they're gonna fall out. Um the yeah. unranked teams that are now ranked, number twenty five is SDSU, San Diego State University, great team. So SDSU is now twenty five. Clemson's twenty four, undefeated Clemson, and then Wisconsin, six and two Wisconsin, twenty third in the nation. Greg Gard and his team are in the top twenty five.
2: They are. And to kind of continue from like the top 10 onwards, Florida Atlantic rose up two spots to 11th. Texas obviously goes up four spots from 16th to 12th. Colorado State, perfect. From 20th to 13th. So a seven, a seven. They moved up seven spots. Easily the biggest jump. Maybe the biggest jump of this rankings. BYU goes up five spots from to 14th. Miami goes down seven. Kentucky goes on four. Tennessee at 17th. James Madison's still perfect. They're at 18th. Oklahoma at 19th, going up six spots. And 20th is Illinois, going up four spots from 24th.
1: I will also mention, Cage, the... Three teams that fall out completely, or I believe it was three teams. Yeah, three teams that fall completely. Villanova at 18, they fall out completely. Mississippi State, 21, they fall out completely. And Alabama fall out completely at 23. I expect Coach Oates and the, and the Crimson Tide will be back in the AP poll at some point this year. I don't know when, but I think Alabama is good enough as a program. They're going to be back. I don't know when they're going to be back, but I think they're going to be back.
2: Mm-hmm. And we also forgot to mention, Houston, now at third.
1: Yeah, they jump from six to three. Kansas jumps from five to two. And Arizona jumps to one from number two in the nation. Mm -hmm. So again, a lot of movement in the men's side. A little bit of, of movement on the women's side as well. As yep. both AP polls are out and fresh off the press, I knew they came out the same day. Normally the men's comes out before the women's, but today the women's came out first. So good thing we kind of stalled. A, we stalled this podcast because I was you were late and I, I slept through it.
2: Yeah, and then
1: and then and then we finally get going. I'm I'm wait we're kind we're kind of stalling. Not really. We're talking. We're we're having some fun. And I was kind of waiting for the AP poll, trying to wait for the AP poll, and finally, finally the AP poll comes out in all of its glory. And Cage, we're gonna end with this. So we haven't had the Scrabble board in a little bit a little while because of uh, you and I missing some episodes, missing some time. But I got two names.
2: Okay. Let's let's get to it. All right. B N U A C. B N U A C.
1: Now I will say this is not a player. Not a player. But it is a name in the basketball circle they trying to give too much away.
0: B-N-U-A-C?
1: Yes, and they're
0: not a player, but they're in the basketball circle. Okay. Um, Tell me when you need a hint.
2: All right, give me a hint.
0: They are an
1: owner in the NBA right now. Well, Mark Cuban. Sort of an owner. It is Mark Cuban of the Dallas Mavericks. He sold a majority stake in the team. He will retain his basketball operations position. I'm not sure if we mentioned this already, but I'm not sure. Yeah, we did.
2: We did. did.
1: But regardless, Mark Cuban has sold his shares, and Mark Cuban will now be the minority owner of the Dallas Mavericks.
2: Full control of basketball – full but, control basketball operations by the way for the Mavericks but he bought that franchise for 285 million in 2000 he sold it for three, he sold his share for 3.5 billion
1: so he made a little bit of money on the deal didn't he K? A, didn't he a little bit <laughs> that's
2: un- a little that's bit the weird. understatement that's the understatement of the year
1: yeah he only, he only made a little bit of money on the on the deal anyway KJR for name number 2 yes now I believe we talked about this one as well, but it's still topical. Yep. W B O E O S K T R.
2: Wait, wait, repeat that? W B okay.
1: K T R. And no cage. I didn't even notice I put K T talking to K T. That was an unironic, and unintentional uh, use there. Fair enough. Mm.
2: And this is an entire last name, right?
1: Yes, this is this is one just one last name. There's no hyphen. There's nothing There's just one last name. Oh,
2: Tell oh me Russell you Westbrook. Need
1: your hint. It is Russell Westbrook who is now on the bench for. The Los Angeles Clippers, after saying he'll go to the bench, that he'd like to go to the bench to help the second unit, he was put to the bench. And I believe Trey Mann is starting over him, or Terrence Mann, pardon me, is starting over him now, as Bone Highland, Bones Highlands, we mentioned earlier with his name, is uh, currently out with some sort of injury. Um, But again, I, I know you and I both feel the same way about this, so I'll just say it, and you can kind of piggyback off it if you want. How much we hate, 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 that Russell Westbrook's being forced to come off the bench here. Even though he asked for it, I'm sorry. The newcomers got to go to the bench. You can't make the guy who's been here be like, you know what, we traded for a prettier girl. You get to go to the bench. You get to go to the back of the car. Like, that's, no. No. They should have benched Harden. They should have made Harden play his role and not force Westbrook to now have to come off the bench and be, I'll say that guy, but be the the teammate that we all know he is. But it would have been nice to... Have Harden actually, you know, play his role, you know, make Harden play his role and not just allow him to be the system, quote unquote, as he called himself.
2: <laughs> That's a great line, but that was also the most hilarious and out of pocket and like W.T.H.
1: It's going to make it's, it's going to make him going to make a meme because it is just hilarious to say, I am the system. I have system, systemat-
2: systemat- system. 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 pew, malfunctioning. With Kawhi with being known as a robot, uh, that, that's going to make for quality content right there from the Clippers, albeit for all the wrong reasons. Uh, 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 along, along with what was. There's 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 a ton of memeable na nicknames on that team. The robot for Kawhi. Uh playoff P, some people call him backboard be backboard P.
1: There's a lot of nicknames that just have black that have blank P with it because of uh of Paul George. Uh
2: the system now. even though this nickname i think is unwarranted but it gets used a lot it it got it's been used a lot ever since westbrook kind of left okc but westbrick um
1: ironic which i i I ironically
2: used yeah i I was like wait a minute is that westbrook or westbrick i'm like damn um but yeah a ton of quality contract content here for this Clippers team, but albeit not in the ways that they wanted it to be.
1: Both of us do not agree that James Harden should be the starter over Russell.
2: That's kind of the- In fairness, Harden in fairness, Harden has been better as of late. Like he's played better compared to how he started off with the Clippers. And in fairness, in fairness, Harden is the better player between the two as of right now. And didn't have the benefit of a training camp either because of, or a preseason because of what he dealt with in Philly. the sort of, will he get traded? Won't he get traded in Philly? But still, Westbrook had that Clippers offense running and humming since he signed with them after being bought out by the Utah Jazz. Harden's gotta prove himself. Harden like Harden has to be in that prove it mode instead of getting everything handed to him. Sometimes fit matters more than talent. And Westbrook starting on that team
0: at the time
2: made that Clippers' offense a lot better. Now, Westbrook has still contributed in whatever way possible. And maybe Harden starting, and maybe this lineup with Harden, George, Leonard, Zubach, and Terrence Mann might be a good thing for the Clippers come the end of the season. And maybe playoffs if they get that far. But It's just not a good look to do it now. If this was like a month or two in, or three
0: months in, different story. But not right away. Well,
1: we'll see if Westbrook stays on the bench or if, you know, there's some more movement going around the Los Angeles Clippers, but Watch the uh, play the play season season tournament games tonight. Watch the Celtics destroy the Pacers and win the whole thing in the coming week.
2: But. No, uh, well, the, no Celtics are the Celtics Pacers. aren't even going to get it. Yeah. You know, uh, the Pacers might surprise people. The Celtics won't even get to the semis.
1: Well, before, before the Celtics destroy the Pacers and the Kings beat up, beat up on the Pelicans. For Cajun Thiru, Thanny Castle, I'm on Spencer of Thank you so much for tuning into an episode of Polar Opposites here. On the Outrage,
0: Inc. Go Pacers. Go Celtics.